Welcome everyone to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Pollan, beaming out to you from little Castaways Beach in Queensland, Australia. Joined today by Stephen Goldberg. Stephen, g'day sir, welcome from down under. Uh, where are you based? I'm in Montreal, Quebec, on the complete other side. You're right up the top of the world. far away, and I flew to Australia, so I know how far it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a long, long flight, isn't it, from Montreal to Australia or vice versa. Um, Folks, for those of you who don't know Stephen, he's got over 26 years experience in training, coaching, guiding small business owners on leadership and employee performance. And everyone who has got a business is a leader. And everyone who's got a business has a team, whether they're remote, whether they are suppliers, we all have a vested interest in both of those subjects is what I'm saying. So our title today is how to build a solid foundation to scale your business. And I don't know if people find that the idea of a foundation sexy or not, but if you don't have it, then the whole thing falls down. And over 40 something years of, of being in business and leading businesses and starting businesses, I've seen countless business up with a flash, down with a crash, because they didn't build a solid foundation. So important subject. Stephen, thank you for sharing on this. We've got seven minutes and that time starts now. Question number one is, who is your ideal client? It's small business owners, small, medium-sized business owners, typically with 10 to 100 employees would be the type of businesses I work mostly with. Perfect. Thank you, sir. And question number two, six and a half minutes left, what's the problem you solve for them? Well, I help them to scale their business or free up their time to work on the opportunities that present themselves, whether it be to scale their business or simply to put their talents and abilities where it's going to benefit the business and them the most. And sometimes that's doing things that they're really good at and they enjoy doing and letting everybody else to what they're supposed to be doing. Do you find the things that they do best are the things they tend to want to do as well? Yeah, typically, you know, I have uh, clients that are often engineers and they have an idea or they've developed an expertise and they've seen a niche in the market for a specific thing related to that expertise and they develop that business to solve a problem that maybe where they're working, who they're working for is not addressing and and that's the you know a lot of startups just start that way right it's people it's, that it's, are working in a in a particular field and see an opportunity where right. it's not being addressed it's a fun and exciting place to be so talk to us a little bit if you would five and a half minutes left question three some of the typical symptoms so when you get a new client that starts just before that what's going on in their business that they think i really need to talk to Stephen? Well, often they're running into time problems, trying to get everything done. So yep. it leads to a lot of stress, sometimes even heading towards burnout. It's affecting their relationships and also to money problems. You know, when your business isn't uh, being maximized, the productivity of people, you could start running into financial problems too. And sometimes that's when they call me because right. they're heading down the rabbit hole towards, you know, where they're not going to be able to come back uh, from. So yeah. I don't solve money problems, but I solve the cause of maybe what's led them down that. It sounds like your ideal clients have something that's, that could really take off, but they're just struggling with resources and how to organize it all. 
So yeah, out of time, totally, yeah. out of money, feeling perhaps like they're not paying attention to details and so on. We're talking about people that are generally growth orientated and quite ambitious. So question number four is, they're going to try stuff. We've got four minutes left. We're on track. What are some of the common mistakes that your ideal clients have made before they find your solution? Well, often they'll try and, and you know, I say often that the business owner is stuck doing the work that some of his managers or key employees should be doing. For example, uh, maybe they're selling, you know, they started the business selling and, and getting key clients and they haven't given their salesman or sales manager the reins enough so they could start working on other things, but still being on top of that. So they try and do too many things themselves right. and they don't empower their managers well enough so that they can take full responsibility to free up the business owner. Right. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, sir. Um, So the delegation, the outsourcing, the systemization, anything I've missed in big picture terms? Well, they don't use outside resources, you know, consultants enough. Uh, They try and fix everything themselves. I call it the Superman syndrome. And they wait right. too long to, to ask for help because they think sometimes it's a sign of weakness the secret of success. that they need to get help. Right. <laughs> the secret of success is you don't have to be very smart. You just have to be smart enough to know how dumb you are and which areas you really yeah. should get help on. Thank you for that. Question five, two and a half minutes left. One top tip, a valuable free action. Not going to solve the whole problem. They probably need you for that, but it might start them a step in the right direction. Well, I guess it's to really get clear with your managers on what the expectations are and not dictate it to them. People don't want to be dictated to, but have the managers come to you with their commitment that will free you as a business owner to do what you need to do to address your problems and grow the business. So let people come to you with their commitments. They know their job. They know what they should be doing. Don't tell them what to do. Let them come to you. And then you negotiate that like you would anything else. A great top tip, folks. Empower your people. Get them to come to you with what they believe their commitments are and talk about that. 90 seconds left. I better move myself along. What's a valuable free resource? Where's the website? Someone can go there and find out more about what you do. Okay, well, on my website, optimusperformance.ca, which is my company, I have a place where you can go to the blog section and I have tons of articles and videos. And also on my YouTube channel, I publish a video tip every week. And I also make available forms, templates, like one of them, we talk about empowering your managers. I have a levels of authority worksheet where you could define for each key responsibility what is that level of authority you're giving your manager great thank you for that That would be optimus o-p-t-i-m-u-s performance.ca we've got a whole 30 seconds left Stephen. what's the one question i should have asked you and the answer please i don't know i mean uh, you (laughs) we covered quite a bit a lot (laughs) tell me in, in less than 15 seconds what got you into this well, I was an, working as an entrepreneur in a family business, and this was in the early 90s, and I realized I didn't really know how to manage people, and I was running into the same problems I just Perfect. described. 
Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.